Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. On today's program, we're continuing with our family law topical discussions. We're turning our attention today to something called protection from abuse. And this is certainly something that sadly many of us, maybe not all of us, but many of us um, know somebody who uh, maybe has been abused, whether it's a child, uh, a spouse, uh, that kind of thing. So we, we wanted to certainly talk about this from a legal perspective, what it's about, uh, and so that you might be helpful to those uh, that may be going through something like this, or maybe it's you. Um, and I've asked Attorney Michael Zapatello to join us again, and Michael practices throughout South Central Pennsylvania in all family law matters, in, including protections from abuse. We refer to them as PFAs. Um, and Mike, let's just jump right into it. What is a protection from abuse uh, proceeding or a PFA? Well, a PFA is an action under the Protection from Abuse Act in Pennsylvania. It's basically a law that prohibits members of a family from abusing other members of the same family uh, with whom they reside. Uh, and there's a very wide definition of the word family. So if it's, it's not, not just something um, to keep a husband from hurting a wife, but also brothers from hurting sisters, vice versa, or boyfriends from hurting girlfriends, etc. Well, how does the PFA work? Well, a person applies first for a temporary uh, protection from abuse order with the court, and then they can get a temporary order before a hearing is is even held. Well, is that something that a person, um, they certainly can do it on their own. Is it a good idea and helpful, for example, if a lawyer meets with them before they actually fill out those initial papers in terms of what to say and how to guide them? Absolutely. Um, a PFA, anything that a person says at a hearing can be held against them in any subsequent uh, criminal case. Also, it's good to have an attorney who knows all the facts under the statute and factors to help them with their case. Well, then what happens with respect to that temporary order that you were talking about? Yeah, uh, the temporary order is then served on the alleged abuser along with a copy of the petition and then that person is sometimes escorted away from the residence by sheriff's deputies. Typically, that person is then prohibited from having any contact with the person that applied for the PFA to begin with. A person can also list their children in the PFA application to be protected from the purported abusive party. Uh, the party who committed the alleged abuse can be ordered to relinquish their firearms, uh, ammunitions, and other weapons to the local sheriff's office. And the person who committed the alleged abuse would also be required to, like I said earlier, leave the marital home uh, for the duration that's listed in that temporary PFA application, and even longer uh, for a permanent PFA granted after a hearing. So a hearing is then held after the temporary order is issued, and a judge determines whether the PFA should be extended for longer than a few weeks under the temporary PFA. All right, well, what happens if someone violates a PFA order? Whether it's temporary or per permanent, if someone violates a PFA, the police can come and arrest them. Often they have to post bail, and to stay out of jail, a hearing is held, and if they are found to, to have violated the PFA order, the judge can sentence them to probation, fine, jail, all three, along with any restitution from any damages that may have, uh, they may have caused to the person or property. 
Well, I read in the paper a few years ago where a woman filed a PFA order and her boyfriend came and, it, and attacked her anyway. Does that mean that PFA orders don't always work? Uh, well, unfortunately, PFA orders are effective only most of the time. Nothing really can stop someone from attacking another person if they're determined to do so except incarcerating them. And in our country, you don't really go to jail just for thinking about hurting someone. And finally, quickly, is it a good idea to have a lawyer in the application process of the PFA? Yeah, a person can apply for a temporary order at the courthouse and doesn't really need an attorney in that process. However, you need to consult with an attorney beforehand because it can be helpful to see if you have grounds for a PFA even. And it can also be helpful... Uh, relative to matters such as support and child custody that can be affected. So at a hearing, both the plaintiff and defendant should have an attorney, but in PA you can represent yourself in virtually any procedure. However, one who tries to represent him or herself uh, at any kind of serious legal proceeding like this is being imprudent. Thank you, Mike. That's all the time we have for today. We'll start a new topic next time. Thank you, Sean. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free, 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.